Whoa, you're listening to a podcast hosted on the Podcast Matrix. What is the podcastmatrix.com? Welcome to Small Business Saturday. Welcome to Small Business Saturday's video series with your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. All right. Good morning. Happy Saturday morning. Happy Small Business Saturday to everybody that is uh, going to be tuning in here, hopefully. Uh, we're getting started uh, today. We're going to be going into part two of this series that we started last week, uh, developing a business plan. So uh, if you missed part one last week, make sure you go back and check it out. Uh, there was a homework assignment, so there's still time for you to do that. In fact, uh, we're never going to shut that down. You can send that stuff in anytime you want. Uh, Aaron at montcoconsulting.com would be the email address you want to send that to. Ah, uh, So second part of the five-part series. This is going to take you up into the 15th of September, and uh, we're discussing developing and writing a business plan, and we're going to do this together. Um, most of you know the, oh, what do we, we got a, a comment, Cheryl, good morning. How's uh, NBM show going? Uh, I didn't get a chance to check out the live, but uh, I heard it was awesome, so uh uh, give us a quick update on that if you can. I don't know if you're still there today or, or uh, back home uh, after checking it out. I can't remember what uh, what length that show is out there in uh, NBM. What are they calling it? Uh, Secaucus or Meadowlands or um, <laughs> New York, New Jersey? I, I'm not, I can't remember. They changed it so many times. But uh, anyways, um, so most of you know the other weekly show I do is uh, the Two Regular Guys podcast. And uh, you can see it right here. Um, Cheryl says the NBM show, it was awesome, but it was over yesterday. Okay. Uh, I couldn't remember if it was a Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, but uh, apparently Thursday, Friday. Cool. Okay. Well, then I guess my Facebook feed is going to be uh, chocked full of people's pictures of airplane wings um, and things like that. That's uh, the normal post, especially for uh, my friend Terry Combs, who I do the podcast with. Anyways, uh, back to the podcast here real quick. You can see I've got a, a two regular guys shirt on. Um, I just set up with Amazon merch just to kind of check it out and understand what's going on in, in that world because obviously it relates to us. Um, but we've uh, decided that we're going to have a few things over there to uh, support our show. So if you want one of these shirts, I'm going to hold it up here. It is a... Uh, Pretty nice shirt. It's a Port and Company uh, ring sponge shirt, and um, it's got this logo on the back, or, and then our our logo on the front here. And if you want to go over and support the show and support me and buy a shirt, uh, and it gives you an opportunity to check out what Amazon merch is putting out. I believe these are made on Corneets, and um, you know I. I'm not crazy impressed, but they're not terrible either. So we're right there in the middle. I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of room for them to improve. So that is great for everybody else. Uh, you don't have to worry too much about Amazon stealing all your business, but uh, check it out. If you go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash 2RG shirts, uh, it's up there on the screen right now for you. So uh, check that out, buy a shirt, support me, support the show, check out what Amazon's doing. And uh, there you go. 
All right. So if you missed last week's show, as I mentioned, make sure that you go back and check out part one. Uh, we talked about our why and we introduced the accountability portion of this fun series. I, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've had an opportunity to interact with several of you throughout the week via email and uh, so awesome. Uh, so great. I appreciate you guys sharing. Uh, we've shared our why. So you also get a little sneak peek of what my wife, I keep saying are, my wife is sitting to my right here helping me out with the uh, production of this particular show this morning. So she is a rock star as per usual. She just got back from boot camp, worked her tail off, and then rushes up here to help me out. So cannot thank her enough for her support and help. And we're, uh, we're excited to get into this business venture together. Um, we had an opportunity to last night go out for dinner, just the two of us, and uh, have a great chat. And we're excited about the future here. Um, <laughs> Teresa said, dang, I didn't get a text. Just saw this come across. All right. I, I did it last week, Teresa. And I, <laughs> darn it. All right. Next week, I promise. That's on me. Uh, you didn't miss a whole lot yet, though, other than going and buying a two regular guys shirt. So check back on that. There we go. <laughs> um, all right, Teresa, thank you for uh, uh, jumping in, even though I did not send you a text reminder. I, I will do that. I can even actually probably um, I was looking at some automation stuff yesterday and maybe I can even just set that up. Anyhow, we'll, we'll work on that later. Um, good stuff, but, uh, all right. So as we talked about, let's get into this week's, uh, show here. So we got everybody here. Teresa's here. We're, we're ready to go. Um, as we talked, the real value of creating a business plan is not having the finished product. It's not having this glossy ring bound, you know, book almost that you, hand over to the bank. That, that can be part of it, but that's really not what we're talking about in developing a business plan here. What we're talking about is developing a business plan for the value of the process of researching and thinking about your business. So um, we want to uh, think about the other people who are involved in our business uh, this week. So that's what our topic is this week, uh, defining the people. So people are really your most valuable asset. Um, and they can make a huge impact on your business, both good and bad. You know, if you have some bad apples, it, it could also really hurt your business. Um, it's very hard to do a business completely alone. So for example, my, my wife and I are starting this business together, but we've got to define what our roles are. What am I doing? What is she doing? Are we going to need help from other folks to do some things? So even if you're sitting there going, well, I'm a small business. I do this by myself. I'm not going to have employees. And that's okay. I'm not saying you have to, but you are going to have other partnerships. It's just the way a business works. You're going to have you know, vendors that you're working with, maybe consultants that are going to come and help you with certain parts. Or maybe you've got to work with a contractor to uh, you know, handle those big 3,000 mug jobs or, or, or whatever the case may be. You know, You have all of these different relationships, you know, we all think of a business as this brick and mortar building and it's my business. And well, business is really about the people. What are the, the relationships, I guess is the best way to put it, that you have with these people. You know, the, the old school way of thinking about your vendors, for example, is that your vendors are the people that you beat up as hard as you can on everything so you'll get the best price possible. Well, that's a horrible way to look at your vendors. Your vendors, the people you buy from, are actually some of the most important people to have a great relationship with. Because you know what? You're going to make a mistake at some point too. 
And if you've, you know, kind of let them off the hook when they've made a mistake and you've worked with them to get things right, then when you make a mistake and you need a favor, guess who's more likely to help? That vendor that you have a personal relationship with or that vendor that you've been beating up on price for the last year, you know? So, so those are the kinds of definitions of people that we need to define, but specifically when it comes to our employees and the other people working with us, a partner, uh, those kinds of things, we really wanna get that stuff down because they're involved in your business on a day-to-day basis. So we wanna think about how to fit them in with you and your, you know, what's my personality and how's that going to affect you know, how is my wife going to put up with me in her part? You know, because my personality is different than hers. My personality is different than yours. And, and so we need to think about how, what our strengths are and, and how those things can fit together. Um, so think about how they fit in. And then if this is more of a, hey, let's think about the future and what could be coming, uh, then we also are, are going to be easier to find the right people. So um, real quickly, this takes me to something my dad told me when, uh, when I was in high school, I actually had a work study class, uh, for two hours in the afternoon. So I went to lunch and then I was done for the day for school, but I had a work study program that I was part of and I worked for my dad's CPA firm at the time. And, and I remember, uh, one time I was there and he was having some, challenge with one of his employees and uh and he said to me business would be fun if it wasn't for employees and customers and i thought wow that's an interesting statement and we kind of talked about it a little bit more later on and as i've gotten older to try to understand that statement but what he was saying is the biggest challenges can come from your employees or the people managing relationships and and uh, personalities um but if you can manage those relationships well they can also net you your biggest rewards because they're on the same path after the same goals as you and, and having multiple people going down the same path towards the same goals makes things so much easier. So by clearly defining the people that are going to be involved with us, um, it helps us think about what we need to start looking for. You know, So if I say, okay, I'm really good at this, I'm not so good at this, so I probably need to find somebody that does this well. So that helps me there. So it, it gives us an opportunity to start looking for the right people or defining the right areas that I need to get help in. Um, and even better yet, if I do this well in the business plan section, it actually also gives me job descriptions that I can go out and use when it is time to actually hire some people. So real quick, uh, I want to take a kind of a quick side trip here and talk a little bit about the hiring process. Just just really shortly, um, if you if you can do it, you always want to hire somebody when you don't necessarily need them. So if you've lost an employee or, or all of a sudden you got this big job and you need an employee to start on Monday, you might not end up with the best employee. You're going to take what you can get and you're not going to have a, the proper time to to kind of understand if it's a right fit. So if you can think about hiring well in advance of when you actually need to be hiring somebody, you can be picky about the exact right fit for your job, for your business, for your personality. Um, and and this, this other part of it then also seems a little counterintuitive, but ideally you wanna hire somebody who is not looking for a job. Um, you know, not to say that everybody's bad, not to be totally negative about this, but there are times when there is a reason why people are unemployed. 
a lot of times it's not necessarily that person's fault or anything like that. But there are times where that person just couldn't get along or that person has some struggles in their life that they need to overcome. And, and so that's why they're looking for a job. You know, I've, I've interviewed people throughout my career, had people that were proud about the fact that they were 99 weekers, people that were unemployed for so long. It's like, whoa, you have no drive or motivation and you're not going to fit in with us, you know, those kinds of things. So we, we want to be looking for somebody that not necessarily needs a job, but is interested in what you want to do. I, this is one thing I've had to tell myself as I've interviewed for jobs over the course of my life. I talked to my wife about it as, as she's looked for different opportunities that interviewing for a job is not just me trying to tr get a job. It should be about both sides understanding if they fit together because I don't want to take a job where I'm going to be miserable just because I need to get a paycheck. I, I think that whole process should be about getting to know each other, understanding if we're going to be, have a good time together. So anyhow, I, I won't go too much further down the, the rabbit hole on this. Um, but back in May of 2015, I did a podcast with Terry over at Two Regular Guys. And uh, it, it's on this subject. And I think there's a lot of good points in the, uh, the show notes. You can listen to it again. It's right there on your screen. So if you go to two regular guys, if you search hiring at the bottom, it'll come up. But you got hiring dash and applying for. Anyhow, you can see it there on the screen. So check that out um, and go to it. So um, I've got something here. Ron Goodwin. Ron, great to see you, sir. How are you? Um, Ron says, ask the prospective employee to tell you about their last boss. Oh, that's a great one. That's a, yeah, uh, totally. Uh, as Ron says, we'll give you good insight because if they go, well, my last boss was a jerk and blah, blah, blah. And it was all their fault. There's two sides to that story, you know? So, um, ask them about, I, th I think one of the other things I love to ask Ron, if we're going to just real quickly go on this subject here is, um, Tell me how you think your past experience can help us with our business needs or, or how you see yourself fitting into today. Because I don't care about what you did in your last job necessarily. At, if it was something great, you know, I, I made a 15% increase in sales. Well, that's great for that company, but you haven't made a 15% increase in sales for my company and we're different. So how does your skill set how is that going to affect me? Anyhow, there, there's some great stuff in that um, podcast there. Uh, obviously, Ron has a very good uh, track record or has the ability to ask some great questions, too. So, you know, we'll even ping Ron. Hey, Ron, you're going to do some consulting for us. So. <laughs> Anyhow, um, no, we definitely a topic we can talk about. Happy to discuss it more, but not really. Uh, so I don't want to get too caught up here. So. All right. So the, there, there's kind of the hiring. Now, another section here is if you already have people involved in your business, you're sitting there thinking, well, yeah, I've already got employees. I'm, I'm already doing these things. You know, maybe I'm rewriting my business plan or I've already kind of done some of this. You know, how does this help me? Well, honestly, this is great, too, because if you already have people there and you're already working with these partners, it's even better because now they can become part of this process as well. And it gives them an opportunity to understand what your expectations are, to define their own ideas of success. Maybe you thought that they were going to be really good at X, but to them, their passion, what they're really good at is Y. 
and and that's kind of a play on words, but not necessarily. Um, oh, we've got there. If I'm in a hurry to hire someone, I usually go with a temp agency. Cheryl, that's a fantastic uh, idea. I know you've actually been involved with that too, so you would really know your stuff when it comes to that. But um, a yeah, temp agency is great. You may think that you're going to pay a little bit more, but in the long run, it's way easier because if it doesn't work out, you tell the temp agency to ask them to not come back and you're you're good to go. But if it does work out, then you work with that temp agency to say, hey, you know what? I would like this person long term. So um, it's a it's kind of try before you buy kind of thing. Um, so re really good stuff there. All right. So if you've already got people real quick back to that, just to kind of wrap that piece up. Um, if you've already got people involved, have them be part of this process. You know, my, my wife and I are working on this part of our business plan right now. And we're going to sit down and we're going to have that conversation. You know, I, I might think in my mind that she's going to do this part and she's going, eh, I'm not all that interested in that part. It's not what I'm passionate about. I, I don't think I'm very good at it, but I can do this part. And I go, Oh, okay, well, cool. Well, I actually was interested in that other part. You know, we can get that figured out together. And now we're both on the same page. We're both after the same goals. You know, with us, it's a partnership. So that that's easy. But do this even with people that are working for you. If they have the ability to take some ownership over what they feel is their job description, they're going to do their job so much better because they own it. Now it's theirs. They have that pride in it. And so really let them be a part of it. All right. All right. Well, we've had a good conversation. It's time for the assignment, everybody, if you're ready. Um, and we haven't even talked about this part yet. So this is what uh, I'm really excited about. So the one job description we have not talked about yet, or the area we need to define is your job description. So what's my job description? Um, because this is actually one of the most important ones to write, you know, so maybe today in your business, if you're a, a small business, a one person business from home or, or whatever the case may be, maybe today your job is sales, it's marketing, it's production, it's purchasing, it's janitorial, it's customer service, it's quality control, it's shipping, it's whatever. And, and that's okay. But within your business plan, this is meant to help you get to your long term goal. You know, it's not just about the next six months. Yes, we want to lay out some pieces to get us through those next six months, but you have to have that big, I'm successful. You know, that that's what a business plan is. It gives you that roadmap in your mind on, and then hopefully down on paper that gives you what your long-term success is. So here is the assignment ready for the next piece here. It's going to be up on the screen. Um, write your ideal job description, yours. So for me, I'm going to write mine. Um, and, and I want you to write this job description when your business is at its peak success. So everything's working just as you want it. You've got the right people in place. You, you know, you, you, you reach that peak because if we define that part there at your peak, you're, you hopefully won't have this fall down the other side of the mountain. You can either plateau it or keep it going, you know? So uh, we, we want to at your, you want to write this job description from that point. So think about the parts of your business that you're passionate about. Think about the things that you love doing the most and write that as your job description. Um, and so here's another thing that I think, uh, you know, is important too, that we don't necessarily think about. We think about, okay, I'm the business owner. I'm starting this small business or whatever I'm partnership with those people and they have to run the business. Well, that's not necessarily true. 
a lot of times businesses are started up by somebody and they don't they aren't the CEO. They aren't running the business necessarily because that's not what they're passionate about. You know, a lot of makers, a lot of creators are not passionate about the business. They're passionate about the making of that product. Um, you know, so if your job description isn't to be running the business, to be working on your business, that's okay. That, that there's nothing wrong with that. So don't, don't think that, you know, as a, a somebody that's starting a new business that you have to be the CEO. You don't, you can be whatever you want to be. Now, the flip side of that is then you do have to have a job description for those people that are going to become the CEOs, the, the running of the business, the handling the day-to-day -day parts. And you have to allow them to do that. You know, you cannot, uh, say I'm only doing this and I'm going to hire this person, but that person is just going to do what I tell them. Never going to be successful. I've seen it lots of times. I've been involved in businesses lots of times where that's happened. You know, long-term success with a micromanager, with a micromanaging owner, it's just not going to happen. You just can't, can't get there. You've got to have other people involved that are going to be the right people for what, what they're, strengths are, you know, and so you guys got to work together to have the same vision. That's not to say that, you know, as the owner, you don't have final say, but if they're not part of that process, they're not going to stay there long. I, I've seen lots of times in several companies that I've been involved with where they've hired in some big time, you know, really great people that to come in and take over a part of the business that was really struggling, but then the owner couldn't get out of the, their way and couldn't work with them enough. And it was just kind of like, nope, 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 nope. And six months later, that guy was like, well, I've got other better opportunities where I can actually be me. So um, that's, that's it. So there's your assignment, write your ideal job description for you. Um, you're going to send that to Aaron at motcoconsulting.com. We'll get that up on the screen here in just a second. But I want to give you a quick reminder uh, that the 15th is the day I'm going to reveal the winners of the $25 Amazon gift cards for the four lucky random winners who have filled out my survey. So if you go to bit.ly uh, slash survey from Aaron and uh, fill that out, it's another project I'm kind of working on down in the future. It'll give you a little more information, but uh, I want to give you guys an opportunity to get in on that. We've I've had some great responses already. So there's lots of people in there, but we're going to do a random drawing on the 13th of September for that. So check that out first. All right. So back to the assignment real quick. One more recap, because I really want you guys to do this. Write your ideal job description is this week's assignment. And if you have not done part one's assignment yet, which was tell us your why, you can still do that. Like I said, there's no closing date on this. This will be something that'll be open as long as uh, I'm doing these small business Saturday videos. So three years down the road, you're watching this still, still good. Aaron at Motco consulting. Uh, you're going to from last week, go review the video again, go back to facebook.com slash Aaron Montgomery.info where you're watching this, check the one behind this part one, do that. This week's your ideal job description, Aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Any questions? Cheryl, thank you. You're the best. Um, and uh, I appreciate your uh, your support. Anybody else uh, checking out? Any questions before we get out of here? All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, part three next week. Uh, not giving away yet, but stay tuned. It'll be right here on this same place. And I want you to 
All right, everybody, have a great day. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.